Welcome back, Money Talkers. This is the High Impact Series. I just got off an amazing interview with Mike Odo. Please go check it out. It's a full-length series. We dive into all things about kids and real estate and mindset. Um, but this is the High Impact Series where we're going to ask the one big question, and we're going to try and find a takeaway for you to be able to take your earbuds out, take your headphones off, and go have a money talk with your kid. Go have an impact. Take action. Um, if you did this 52 times in a year, uh, once a week, takes 20 minutes. At the end of that year, your kid's going to have a financial trajectory that's going to be adjusted much higher. And you're also going to open up a relationship so that down the road, when they have bigger and bigger questions, they know that they can come to you, which is what we all want as parents in the first place. And so, Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome, man. So here's the big question, right? What is the one thing that you would teach about in school that you know they don't, that has had a major impact on your life? Whew. The first time you asked it, it wasn't so impactful of a question. A major impact in my life, you know, I took um, simple math instead of uh, uh, geometry or, 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 or trig uh, in high school. Um, I, I was a young guy and my brain, I don't feel like was developed enough to really, you know, hang at the level that I was at. I graduated early at 17. My mom started me early. I guess she was ready to get me out of the house. Um, so, so I think just finance in general. And if I, I were to narrow that down to begin, like, you know, besides just balancing a checkbook, I would say interest. Um, you know, it, it, I was always told it was Einstein that said that those who don't understand interest are destined to pay it. Those who do are destined to receive it. And, um, you know, my wife, uh, she immigrated over here from Russia and watching, um, you know, a lot of immigrants who come to America that don't have as advanced of a credit system, they have this, 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 this misunderstanding of interest where it's bad and, you know, uh, we want to pay everything off in cash and, you know, that isn't a bad concept. However, it depends on your long-term goals, um, what you're trying to accomplish. And if you want to receive interest, that is certainly not a good way to do it. You know, if you go put your money to sleep on a mortgage where right now I think rates are like 3%, that's not an efficient use of that type of that much capital, right? Um, in the same way, if you were to go buy a boat, which we call those, uh, 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 you know, depreciating liabilities, we call we call those butter, and then we call you know appreciating assets guns and ammo. So you know, if you were to go dump all that money on something depreciating to try to save the interest, you're actually doing yourself a tremendous disservice, in my personal opinion, uh, because the amount of payments that you would have paid versus the capital outlay is gonna be substantially different because you're not gonna be into that, let's say, boat for more than three to five years. You know, It's not something that you're gonna keep for the rest of your life. There's no sense to sink that kind of money into it. So I, I would say, I would say uh, a, an understanding of interest uh, uh, would be really paramount in school, um, especially as we were discussing on the podcast in relation to uh, uh, you know, uh, student loans um, and, and you know, unsecured debt like credit card debt. I think that the game is rigged to lose before you begin, which is why as soon as you turn 18, you get a dozen credit card applications in the mail. And if no one's ever taught you about those, um, we live in an instant gratification society, which, you know, um, you want it now, you want to look cool now, you want to, you know, have the things that they tell you you should have in, you know, uh, 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 music videos, et cetera, now. And you think that that is going to give you fulfillment to your life. So the only now way to get it is to ding that card that they just gave you, even though you don't understand that it's, you know, amortized out for, I don't even know how long, uh, what, 30 years or something? Now, I, so the last one, I showed, I showed an example in a speech I was giving because I got a Lowe's credit card statement, you know, yeah. and I 
I always, I use the Lowe's card because I get 5% off, but then I pay it off before my statement comes, so I don't pay the interest on it, right? And so yeah. I got to one month. And uh, the $2,000 bill was uh, 17 years, and it was $7,200. And so um, I did the math, and I'm like, okay, you know, like, would you pay $72 for a $20 pizza? People are like, no. You know, and it's like, well, would you pay $8.50 for a Gatorade? Like, yeah. what? No. And like, well, you know, would you pay, uh, I think it was a pair of Nikes, 125 bucks, right? And it was like, all right, would you pay $460 for these tennis shoes? Like, no, like, that's what you're doing. Right. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I think they don't teach that to us on purpose. I think they want us to be financially illiterate coming out of the gate. Uh, there's an old bumper sticker that says, I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. And I think that that is the goal. That is the design. I don't think that they want people to be financially independent. They don't want them to necessarily understand. Because if you look at, and I don't want to get too far down, but when the Fed loans the government money at interest, they don't print the interest. So in order to keep the show going, we got to keep the debt going, you know, and I'm not trying to fight the machine. I'm just trying to work in between it and kind of walk in between the raindrops. And I think for, for our children, that's very important. You know. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it for me too, is I think we brought this up as like, if you understand those concepts and you don't get on, you don't get caught in the, tr in the debt trap, you don't get caught in the things that are set up for you to fail. Right. So you mentioned coming out at 18 years old, you're coming out of high school, you're playing against financial wizards, right? You have zero training. So it would be like walking out and playing against Michael Jordan in basketball and you've never played. Like, yeah, when they send you a credit card with your, with, your, with your college mascot on it, and you're like, oh, man, I'm all about that. You know, I mean, they, they, they just have you so clocked, right? It's just unfair. And so at least an understanding, even if it's just a limited one, you know, to, to, to be able to maneuver in the world. Um, because people don't realize how important a credit score is, you know. I mean, even your insurance rate on your car is, is, is you know, partially weighted by your, 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 your credit score. And um, for the rest of your life, you're going to be paying more money than everybody else if you don't take care of it, you know? Well, it's massive when you start talking about mortgages and cars and those kinds of things. So, like, if you're paying 16% interest on a car as opposed to paying, you know, where I can go in because my credit score is so high, I can go in and I can either get 0% financing or I can get, you know, the credit like 2% financing. Like, that 40%, yeah. you're like, what's the payment? What doesn't what is the interest is what you really want to know because you're going to be paying, you know, if I buy a $30,000 car, I might pay a couple thousand dollars in interest and you're paying $20,000 in interest, you know? And it's like, how long, if we do that our whole lives, who's, how far are you going to come out in different ends? Also well, your money, does, your money goes to them. I still have mine. So now I can take it or turn around and, and become the lender as opposed to the borrower. Absolutely. And you said uh, uh, the rich get richer, you know, that old saying, the poor get poor. Well, that's one of the main reasons why, you know, I mean, if we go borrow money at 0%, I, I, if, if they would give me a trillion dollars at 0% forever, I'll take it now, <laughs> you know, it's 0%. There's no need to pay it back. I can just go make money. And you know what I mean? Like turn around and catch 6% on it. And then you're, uh, you know, we're, it's just, but that's that, that part of those, you, you mentioned, you know, you said I only took simple math in high school. Like I would tell you that simple math is probably the most important math on the planet because it's the advanced math that we go through when we, that we skip, we go from simple math to advanced math with nothing about applicable math, right? They taught me how to balance a checkbook in my simple math class, you know, and to this day, like when I see adults, I'm like, Hey, you got a checkbook. Oh, kind of. I use a debit card. You know, I've never had a debit card, 
You know, I don't keep an ATM card. I don't pay those junk fees. And the reason why I never had a debit card is because it's so easy to swipe it and then miss the transaction, you know? So I would put it in the register and here I am this young guy with this checkbook. My friends think I'm nuts, you know, but I knew every penny. And I think that that's a huge thing, you know, uh, that they don't teach. And it was just through happenstance because um, I was trying to take an easy route, you know, to get graduated from high school. Then I took that simple math class instead of uh, trig or geometry, whatever one I skipped, I don't recall. And I think that uh, kind of the takeaway for this is that, um, you know, the concept on interest and the amount that you pay throughout your life is big. And a lot of parents may not understand how to get into the complexities of it, where we could probably dive in harder, but that's not really what's necessary. It's more of what the framework and the concept of it is, is that you want to position yourself. um, You want to position yourself to take advantage of low interest rates with strong credit scores and why you want that. And you also want to position yourself that you're not paying the higher stuff because if you can take a simple math calculator, right. And say, okay, um, you know, there's a million of them online, but type in an amortization on a car loan, take a $20,000 car loan, multiply it by 15%. You can do it with your phone, take $20,000 times 0.15. That's the amount of interest you pay per year. And then take a $20,000 car loan and multiply it by 0.02. And that's a 2%. And those two things are going to come out markedly different. One's going to be 3000 One's going to be, what, 400 bucks. So yeah. that's $2,600 a year. What could you do with that 200 bucks a month, right? There you and if yeah. you, were able to, you were able to show that, that's, that's your simple math, right? Right. And that's the part where you go, okay, would you rather pay $3,000 a month to the bank or would you rather keep $2,600 a year? And right. as a kid, if you showed me $2,600, I could just keep for no reason. Okay, now I got my interest, right? Well, and I think it keeps you out of traps too. Like, like, like rent to own places. You know, when I was a young man, I went. To, I wanted to go get rent to own. My dad's like, no, we don't buy stuff like that. And I was like, well, why not? He's like, well, we don't buy it until we have the money. And and, and, and you know, it's almost a, a, a argument against credit, but the staggering interest rate that's involved there. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just you. They bury you. You know, yeah. don't, don't get me started on check cashing stores. <laughs> that's where I was going next. That's yeah. the worst. So. I almost started one of those until I looked into it and I was like, I do not want to be in that business taking advantage of people like that. Personally. I don't want to be in that business. I don't want to be walking outside the, the back door with a gun in my face either. So, right? <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, people just don't understand. They just don't understand. And, and I think delayed gratification um, is a side effect of understanding these principles, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd rather wait. Maybe that's the takeaway. Maybe that's the thing that, that we talk about where we say, okay, listen, let's talk about uh, instant versus delayed gratification. For sure. I think that that, yeah, would be a significant takeaway without a doubt. And one uh, of the things uh, that you can practice around that is, is um, well, instant delayed, but uh, don't make any pur- major purchases for more than 24 hours. And if your kids want to buy something, have them wait 24 hours as well. Because I love that. They, they usually don't want it the next day. Yeah, I love that. I made my son, uh, he wanted a Nerf gun and it was $50. So I wrote down all of the chores he would have to do for $50. Now I don't suggest this because it backfired on me. I'll tell you how in a minute. Um, but, but I said, here's how much that $50 would represent son of work for you. And he, he said, well, let's do it. And, and the way it backfired was because it was like cleaning the garage, which required me was one of the chores, you know? And so then he would just, he was relentless. Come on, dad, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So I ended up having to do all these chores, right? With him, cause he was six. Uh, but when I gave him the money, I gave it to him in a stack of ones yeah. and I counted out all 50. And I said, all right, now, if you want that gun, 
give it back to me so I can give it to Amazon to order it online for you. And he said, well, I want the money. And I said, well, you have to choose. And he said, oh, I'm going to keep the money. And I was like, <laughs> that didn't backfire. We do. The, we have a, we have a chart right now. My kids want a 3d printer. For yeah, that's awesome. And I was like, Oh man, I want to buy in the STEM thing for, you know, summertime. We're going to do, Oh, uh, you know what? We're making a torch. So we have one of those old school, um, thermometers, you know, that's yeah. that goes up. And so they earn $2 doing this and $4 doing, and then they, they write it off and they color it. And then, awesome. so, so we've got this goal that they're shooting at. And it's like this big long piece of cardboard that they're <laughs> going across, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I think, you're right. I think they want the money or the, or the printer at the end of it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the choice, you know, like which, yeah. which, which one are you going to choose? Delayed gratification. Um, you know, just bringing that up, that, that, that has been a huge impact for me in my life, you know? Uh, you know, there's a study um, around that and we've got to hop off, but there's a study around that, that the, the number one factor to, um, they followed these kids for uh, 30 years, 20, 20 years. They were started as like 10, 12 years old. They got to like 30s, early 30s in New Zealand. Um, and uh, they kind of took, um, uh, you know, snapshot of where they were in their life, financially, uh, career-wise, everything, you know, family-wise, all that stuff. And there was an absolute correlation between the kids who showed self-control at 10 to 12 years old and 14 years old who had either learned it or been taught it or just had it yep. and where they were at 30, 32, 34 years old. Uh, there was, it was the one factor that was correlated almost across the board. Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't realize it until you just brought it to my level of awareness. I think if there's one superpower that I had uh, and have, it's, it's, it's that it's a propensity for delayed gratification for sure. Yeah, I had all my birthday money when I graduated high school. Yeah, well, I told you I used to iron the cash. I didn't have, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that I couldn't spend it. It was, it, I didn't have things to spend on. It was like, I just had delayed gratification. I would save up for something bigger. I just thought you were getting into money laundering. <laughs> that would have been a start. Like, I hear you make a lot of money money laundering, so I starched all these. But <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I was just kidding. I made them crisp, and I thought that was cool. It was well, that's nine. awesome, man. Well, that's the, so that's the takeaway. Um, Parents, listen, uh, take the earbuds out, take the headphones off, uh, interest, and then, but also um, talking about instant versus delayed gratification and how much more you can have and the better that you can make the decisions if you have a clear head and you take your impulses out of it. And I think that that's a really good conversation to kind of open up, see what your kids, uh, what their thoughts are on it. Don't go into it with an agenda, but, you know, just ask some open-ended uh, questions. You know, the old experiment is if you could have a marshmallow now, you can have it. Or if you wanted to wait, uh, I think it's an hour, you can have two marshmallows. They did this little experiment with kids. There's a, it's on YouTube. Uh, yeah. It's the, it's the, uh, but that, that is, um, that's kind of the principle. And so um, if you can take the earbuds out of his cock, you know, sit down, um, open the door and start talking about it because at least to be aware of it. Because if you're aware of it and you can start to learn those things, it's going to help tremendously when they're presented with bigger instant gratification questions than they're going to get at 10, 12, 14, 16 years old. Like we mentioned, I had a whole bunch of college credit cards when I was 18 years old. I got the free t-shirt and I didn't ever, I just cut the credit. I just threw the cards out in the trash, but <laughs> you know, but uh, it, it never really dawned on me. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want the, the money. If I couldn't buy it, I couldn't buy it. You know, that was always my mentality. So yeah. Mike, yeah. thank you for being on. Um, uh, if the listeners want to find out more about you, um, where do they head it? Yeah. Uh, um, well, they can go to my website, mikeodo.com. 
Um, and, and if they happen to be in the real estate business, they could go to marketmakercall.com. Awesome. Thanks again, man. Money talkers get out there and uh, have some talks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.